starting a new mimer, page 47. The translation is, in two days, he will make us whole again. On the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall be whole by his favor. So, now the Pritikrabbe brings Rashi, Pritikrabbe, Pritikrabbe, Yemayim, Shnei Itim. Rashi explains what it means, in two days we shall live. So, Yemayim refers to two types, two times. Rashi, on this verse, actually says, the quotes is, Yemayim, Yemayim, Yechazkenu, Mishtei, Peranus, Peranus, Sha'avru, Aleinu, Mishtei, Mikdoshe, Shecharbu. He will revive us from the two days. He will strengthen us from the two retributions which have passed over us from the two sanctuaries that were destroyed. And then Rashi says, with the, On the third day, with the construction of the third temple, he will set us up. So, and here is what the Fritikrab is referring to. And Rashi says, The two days refers to the two times that have passed over us. And the third time. The two times... To the two types of retributions which have passed over us, the two about the Makdashis that were destroyed. So, yeah, so Rashi explains the Imayim refers to two different types of times of the two destructions of the base of Mikdash. Shlishi, Ace Shlishi. Rashi says it's referring to the third time. The third day is the third time. The Tzarklavim Ma Bol Hesif Alamuvim Repitish Yomim Yimayim Ma Havdobain Yimayim Leitim. So, what is Rashi coming to add here? Which we don't understand according to the simple sense of the word, two days. Two days uh, means two different times, in the simple sense. So, what's the difference between two days and two eating, two times? What's Rashi coming to add? So, the explanation is, So, now we'll get into this Pasuk, the deeper meaning of the whole Pasuk. So, Yemayim is two times. Now, let's get into what, what Yoim means in general. What's the general concept of Yoim? Yoim implies. A, it's a nickname, really, for the idea of revelation. Like we see in the verse, in the beginning of creation, Hashem called to Oyer, to light, Yoim. He called to the light, day, and to the darkness, to the night, He called darkness. He called night. So we see that Oyer and Yoim, that Yoim is synonymous with Oyer, with Gili, with light. So light is... Day is a synonymous, the same idea as Revelation. That's a little difference. That's a little idea of the difference between day and nighttime. Is one the daytime is is light is revelation and nighttime is 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 helim is concealment. That idea of day is um, revelation and light, whereas night is darkness and concealment. Whereas now the pasuk says. That's the general concept of Yoim as Gili. So what's the Yemayim mean? Yemayim is two days, two times. And after these two times, these two days, comes the third day. Therefore, it's called the third because it's coming after the first two days. Meaning, in general, this means that there's two, there's three days altogether. Yemayim is the first two days, and then Yemishlishi is the third day. But there's three days, three concepts of revelation. Altogether, with three types of revelations. And each one of these days is a, each one of these revelations is a specific type of um, unique divine vitality. And this is the meaning of 
of vitalize us from the two times in two days which refers to in this inner the deeper explanation of the verse refers to the the light and the life force of these two days which the days are synonymous with this revelations of divine light so what are these two days it's the divine vitality the energy within this world, which in general is the godly energy, which is called Malakalm, which fills all the worlds, the energy of Hashem, which is Mitzumtzum, which is contracted and condensed according to the capacity of this, the limitations of the world. So that's one of the ideas, one of the Yomim, is the first Yomim is referring to the relation of divinity in this world, which is synonymous with the idea of Malakalm, the light of Hashem, which is limited, Condensed according to the capacity of the, cre- the creations. And the second yoim is the divine revelation, the energy which is revealed in the Ilma Bo in the world to come, which world to come refers to the lower level Ganadin, the higher level Ganadin, which that is the divine light and energy which is Save Column, which encompasses all the worlds, which refers to Hashem's infinite revelation of divinity, which therefore calls encompasses, it's above being sensed by the limited capacity of the creations of these worlds. Even of the Nishomis in Ganin Elyin, the highest world, still this divine energy being that it's infinite, it, it, it transcends their capacity to comprehend and to grasp. Therefore, it's called encompassing. So those are the two days. In the third type of revelation, the third day, this is the light and energy of Hashem, which is above the revelation of Hashem, which is expressed in the idea of Malakulam, the inherent godly energy found condensed within creation, which is generally related to Elam and the encompassing energy, which is related to Elam So there is a third day, which is which is above these, which transcends these two revelations, and that's a revelation of the world of the Tchia, when there's going to be Tchia Samesim, the resurrection of the dead, and that's why we see that this this third yoim, the third revelation of divinity, which is, transcends Mamali and Tzaybiv, and is revealed specifically in the Ilam is referred to in this verse as Be'emeshlishi Yikimenu. He will bring us up, meaning he will resurrect us with Chesamesin, the resurrection of the dead, and then we will live, will be vitalized before him. So, in this the idea of being able to live, by the revelation of this energy, which is so high above Mamali and Saiviv, will live before him literally in his essence. This is, comes about through Rachim and Rabbim, through um, abundant mercy. Which is the essential mercy of the Hashem's very essence, which, that's, which is revealed in this third day in Tchiasamesim, the revelation of Hashem's true essence, which transcends even Saiviv. Because Saiv Kalam in the end is still a revelation which is relating to Omen, inherent in its very name, Saiv Kalam. This, and whereas in the third day it's referring to revelation of Hashem's very essence which is not anything any external rays of divinity that which extend from him which rather his very essence is revealed and that is coming about through Hashem's abundant mercy which is referring to Hashem's essential mercies which we were speaking about in the previous Memorim different levels of Rachim so this idea of and being able to come back to life is only possible through this revelation of Hashem's true essence and that's what it says, you will, Hashem, you will resurrect uh, the dead with your abundant mercies, referring to that revelation of that uh, essential, Hashem's very essence. We see that the resurrection of the dead is specifically through through Rachim Rabbim. So now, 
Chaim and Mavis, life and death is synonymous with good and evil. Like we're going to quote from the verse in, in the book of Dvarim. So the Chaim, who toiv, and Mavis, Yura. Life is goodness and death is evil. How do we know this? In the verse it says, Hashem says, I placed, see, I've placed before you today goodness and uh, life and goodness. Therefore, we see life is connected with goodness and death and evil. The toiv who see the the toiv goodness. The meaning of the verse is that toiv goodness is the reason for life. And evil is the reason for death. So, and this is going to going back to this explaining this idea of resurrection of the dead. So, what is the dead and what is life? Was resurrection mean bringing back to life? The chaim and mavis there's toiv and not. The the reason for Chaim is toiv. The reason for Movis, for death, is ra. Here we see in the verse. The Tera mitzvahs him. So what is now the definition? What is toiv and what is ra? Which brings Chaim and Movis. Tera mitzvahs him toiv v'chaim. Tera and mitzvahs are toiv and Chaim are goodness and life. The Tera, well, how do we know that Tera and mitzvahs are goodness and life? The Tera, concerning Tera, it says that the Tera is life for those who find it. That the Tera is a, a tree of life to those who hold strong to it. And therefore, since Tera is life, gives life to a person, therefore, the letters of Tera and the letters of Tefillah of prayer literally are Mechayimamish. They literally give a person life. They give a person life. They are the Toiv which give a person true life. Not only needless to say, somebody who knows Tera and understands the different prayers and the different shvachim um, that a person says to Hashem during davening and the supplications and the praises that Hashem is that a person is saying. So not only needless to say, somebody who understands Tera understands the, the the words that he's saying in Tera and the concepts, and he understands the deeper ideas and the meaning behind the davening. say that obviously that type of person when you understand something, it's self understood that, that really enlivens you. You have a gishmak in it. It gives you life because you truly understand what's happening and you feel alive because of your understanding. So obviously somebody who understands Teda and Tfila is brought to life through his doubting and his learning. Even somebody who does not understand Teda doesn't know it. And doesn't understand the deeper meaning behind the davening, which he's saying. Rather, he just says the letters of davening and of learning with a feeling of just a simple faith that these are the letters that the sages have enacted and they have special meanings in them. And I'm just saying with simple faith in the sages and in the in the power of these words and that I'm praying to Hashem right now like a simple, like a child, or he's saying the words of of, of, of Teda, just with simple faith without any true understanding. Even though he doesn't have understanding, these letters themselves without the understanding literally give him life. And this is what the meaning of the verse says, that this is my uh, comfort when I feel, when I'm poor. That it says in the Gemara, that the per, true, per, true poor person is poor in knowledge. So what does it mean that that person is poor, referring to somebody who is poor in knowledge, he doesn't understand Torah, doesn't understand the meaning of Tefillah. This is his comfort. Like the verse continues, because your words, your statements, the words of Torah and Tefillah, literally give me life, they enliven me. 
that the letters themselves of the Imrasecha, of the of the sayings of Hashem, the letters of Hashem, the words of God, within Torah and Tefillah, literally enliven him, give him life, even if he doesn't understand the meaning of them, the words themselves, Imrascha, your words, Imchi So that's what's comforting me, consoling me, even though I'm Ani, I don't understand anything, that the words themselves, without my understanding, will give me life, or Mechaim, I say, because they're Toiv, and Toiv is the Siba of Chaim. Uba Mitzvah is Ksiv, and the true life is obviously connection to Hashem. So just the places themselves are giving a person true life, connection, affording him a true connection to godliness, which is life. Now, that was all Torah and Philip. But Mitzvah also says, These are the commandments which a person should do and live in them, through them. So we see that also Mitzvahs are something which give a person life. Through doing them, he gets life through them. So we see that Toiv of Torah is the goodness of Torah which are obviously good, the right thing to do, they are the reason that give a person life. The Toiv, which is Mechayim, the person. So that is the idea of Tchias Amesim. So Chayim is, what's the reason for life is Toiv. And that is Torah which literally Mechayim, a person, even if you don't understand it. Now, what's the opposite? Now, evil is the, is the reason for death. Like it says, your evil will chastise you. The evil itself is what basically causes a person pain and spiritual pain of death. And Adam Nishan, the first man, Adam, through the sin of the tree of knowledge, eating of the tree of knowledge, he caused and brought death to the world. Until then, there was no there was, there will be there would have been no death. So we see that going against the Shem, Ra, which is obviously hate, sin, anything against the Shem's will, causes Misa, causes death. So that through what happened here? He ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Until then, good and evil were separate. But he ate from that tree, therefore, good and evil became now mixed together. And being that they come mixed together, the evil now overcame, overpowered the good, and therefore, thereby causing death into the world. So we see that Ra is the cause of death. Basically, anything against the Shem's will is what causes death. There's disconnection from godliness. So now we understand the concepts of Chaim and Movis and what caused them. Toiv, Tehidim Mitzvah, basically connection to Hashem is with the Siba of Chaim and anything against the Shem's will is the Siba of Movis. Tchiyas Amesim, now the resurrection of the dead. That's when the, the dead person, the dead, is transformed into life. So what does that mean? Yesh Meisim, Tchiyas Amesim, Begash So there is this concept of death and the resurrection of the dead in the physical sense, and there's also this concept of dead and and resurrection of dead in the spiritual sense. So, and both of them mean that the concept of a mace, either physically or spiritually, and now it be, the concept of this idea of Misa is transformed to life. Dema, sorry, Demace, who, so what's the idea of and spiritual. So a dead person, death is the idea of So this is the sorry the idea of 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 in physical sense. So a dead person is that the soul becomes removed from the body, and the body remains like just like an a um, inanimate stone. That it doesn't have any intellectual capacity, it doesn't see, it doesn't hear, and it becomes, um, it disintegrates, 
and decomposes and it becomes like it never was. Tchiasim in the physical sense is resurrection that that the body now becomes renewed, Kabiria becomes like a new creation. Mahamish literally that now his body becomes alive again and becomes totally refreshed like a new creation with a godly energy a real revealed godly energy but now he's be able to see with his eyes and hear with his ears and he now be able to live a fleshy life an actual flesh and blood life so now is the concept of in a physical sense applies in the spiritual sense there are people who are dead in the spiritual sense. God save us from this. Asher besichle. What is a dead person? Beruchnis. Asher besichle. Any masig hasagalikis ruchnis. In his mind, in his in his intellect, he doesn't understand any godly concepts, any godly spiritual concepts. Bein of leyirashkachapratis. Just like a dead person, he can't see or hear. Seeing is synonymous with seichel. Ezu chacham haruya esanegla. Like it says, who is this, who is the chacham? Who somebody who sees. The consequences of his actions, of his actions, but the idea of of riyah is synonymous with seichel. So a dead person doesn't see or hear. So too, the dead person ruchnius he doesn't understand any godly concepts in his mind, which is riyah, and also with his bein of the yirash and also another concept of riyah, he doesn't see, he's not awakened, he doesn't, he's not awake to see the shachapratis, the divine providence which is happening to him, and to all the specifics of his life. But Oznov and now in his ears lo yishma. What does that mean? He doesn't hear anything godly. Meaning he doesn't hear it, doesn't understand anything godly, and he doesn't feel and he doesn't sense anything godly. That's a dead person, Bruchnis. Not comprehending anything godly, not seeing the Gashkachabratis and being totally dead in his his sight and in his hearing, sensing of godliness. Now what does it mean? The resurrection of dead in a spiritual sense is Eider, Haruach Taira, Lagashis now it becomes aroused, becomes awakened, the spirit of purity within him to approach the holy, which means, what does that mean to approach the holy? To learn the inner aspects of the And now he starts comprehending, understanding godly ideas and learning them. Until now, he, maybe he wasn't learning chassidus, and therefore he obviously wasn't awake to the inner reality within creation. Now he becomes awakened to approach the holy and to learn and to understand godly ideas and and now not only just to learn it but also to contemplate it and with a lengthy contemplation and because of all these ideas this learning of Chassidus and the contemplation of these ideas which are explained in Chassidus now he's able to see with his eyes that is happening about him because obviously now he becomes awakened to the idea that Hashem runs the world and the Enim of Adi. so therefore he starts realizing that wait Hashem is literally being mashkiach in every detail of creation. And also with his ears, his spiritual ears, and his bina, his understanding, he starts to hear and understand God the ideas and not only does it express itself in his realizing and seeing the Shkaka brothers around him and understanding God the ideas, but also expresses itself in actuality, in avoida, in spiritual service, in actuality, that he learns Teda and he fulfills Hashem's commandments and he acts in a way of Midas Tevis with good Midas. So not only does this awakening affect him, the being awake to see the Shkacha Bratis and to understand godly ideas, to be spaded on them, but also obviously it brings to action. Just like it is in the physical sense that the resurrection of the dead is only possible through the revelation of Hashem's true essence, which totally transcends 
the chain of creation of Amalai and Soyviv, like we said before, only Hashem's true essence can now break, basically create a new creation. Like it says in Tanya, in that only Hashem in his true essence, who there's nothing that creates him, can create something which feels itself as totally independent. So obviously, just like in the physical sense, only thing that can, can cause Greek to cast amazing is the revelation, revelation of Hashem's essence, which transcends the chain of creation. So too, in the resurrection of the dead, in the spiritual sense, it has to be only through revelation of Hashem's true essence. So let's explain this idea a little bit more. Why the revelation of Hashem's true essence can cause the tchesamesim ruchnis. So life is drawn down from the source of life, the makarachayim, who, the source of life, is it, come, it comes down, it comes from the Malchus of Atzilus, the lowest sphere of the world of Atzilus, which is Malchus called Malchus Ha'ilam, like it says, your Malchus, meaning Malchus of Atzilus, is the Malchus, Malchus Ha'ilam, basically the source of the life of all worlds. Kumai Shehib Atzilus, and this is talking about Malchus, how it's still within its source in Atzilus, Shehib, because in that state, it's to- totally exalted, removed from the created worlds of Riyatirasiya. So that's the source of all life, is from how Malchus is still within its source. From there is drawn down the actual life force from Malchus of Atzilus into the created world of Biyah. That's called the source of life. Because it's not the life itself. Life, life itself is on a lower level, how it's already descended from its source of Malchus of Atzilus and actually becoming clothed into the created world of Biyah. But the source of that life is the Malchus of Atzilus, how it's still in Atzilus. Because like we said in the previous Mimer, there's the Malchus within its source, it's its Ramus, and then there's a Malchus that now descends into Biyah to give life into the created worlds. So this is the Malchus. The Fisher Kol, Bechinas, Oyir, Rechai is turning the page. Because all the aspects of life and, and energy, of divine vitality, within the, the created worlds is drawn down from there. Therefore, it's the source of life. The life, which is referring to the energy within the world, is sourced within that level of Malchus, how it's within Atzilus. So that's the source of life. So what's the idea of spiritual death? Spiritual death is the removal of that life and that divine energy. Now it becomes removed and it goes back to its source. So when the Mokar Chaim, which is Malchus Atzilus, when it extends into the world of Biyat, that's now their Chaim, they're alive. But when that energy now becomes removed, is mystalic from um, the world of Biyat, therefore that, that causes Misa. And therefore in order to enliven the dead, he can't come from the source of life, from Malchus Atzilus. Even though in the beginning, the life of the divine energy that creates and enlivens creation comes from the muck or the source of life, from Malchus Vazilis. So how come it can't come from there now when it's coming to enliven the dead, to bring back the dead? But now after this energy of Malchus Vazilis already become, became removed from the creation, it can't be that same very same level itself should come back and enliven the dead. Now you need something which is higher than that level because that level already came removed from the mace. And that was only enough at the first time, so to say, to enliven it. But now it's already dead. That, that, that life has already become removed from that, that creation. So therefore you need now, you have to, you need a higher level which can bring it back to life. 
Now you need the abundant mercy, which is referring to Hashem's revelation of Hashem's true essence, which is, transcends even the level of Malchus, the source of life. From there, specifically, it can be drawn down to enliven the dead, to bring back the dead. That level of Hashem's true essence, which transcends the, all of the chain of creation and is above even the Mokr Chaim, the source of all life of the created worlds, which is in Malchus But when that level has become removed and now it's a mace, now you, you need an even higher level to, to resurrect that dead. So that's why you need Rachim and Rabbim. We'll stop there at top page 48, uh, six lines from the top. Um, the line that, start, that starts Misham, we'll stop there and continue um, the next year from there.